0: Heroes' Breath Podcast. I am your always effulgent host, Matthew Huddle, and here with my increasingly effulgent guest, Bobby Light himself, the Keto Jew. Thanks for coming on today, Bobby. Hey, I'm glad, glad to be here. I'm very glad you stopped by. All right, so first things first, uh, let me just lower the gain and get a little housekeeping out of the way. This podcast is... Brought to you by the Phi Center, that's p-h-i-c-e-n-t-e-r dot com, dot nyc, sorry, p-h-i-c-e-n-t-e-r dot nyc. Uh, They are a primary holistic, integrative, holistic practice. They've got acupuncture, physical therapy, and of course, neurofeedback. And I've had some wonderful experiences with the MIND program itself. Uh, That's their proprietary neurofeedback system. Um, so I always recommend it to people because I've lived the therapy. I've had it basically get rid of my depression. Uh, so I always advise people to go to the website, p h i c e n t e r dot I also want to give a shout-out to our editor and Beard, James Morano of jamesmorano.com, m-a-r-a-n-o.com. Uh, he is a fantastic editor. He does our audio editing, but he also does video uh, and movies as well, drone pilot. Uh, he's worked with a number of wonderful brands. Uh, not going to shout them out because they don't pay us, but uh, I highly recommend if you have a company of your own, you want to get some professional video or audio work done, you definitely go check out James. All Hi. right, so the record date is Tuesday, November 12th, 2019, and again, this is... My interview with Bobby Light, the Keto Jew, that's on Instagram, at the Keto Jew. I'm Keto, and I'm a Jew. He's Keto, and he's a Jew. I don't know if anyone actually would have caught that if you didn't say that, so thank you very much. I appreciate that.
1: Well, I'm trying to be Keto, and probably failing, so I should probably be just called the Jew right now. (laughs) Um. I think that handle would have been taken
0: on Instagram already. Yeah. Yeah. Just the there. Jew. Yeah. I guarantee that was like like Instagram's like third day uh, yeah. of, of going live. That handle would have been already snatched up. The thing with up. keto
1: is you can't have carbs, and well, I kind of failed this week, so nice. I'm just. I'm just the Jew right now. <laughs> <laughs> How was shouldn't have mentioned that. <laughs> the,
0: the, the, the trying Jew. The trying Jew. The trying Jew. The you're a Jew trying and you're Jew. trying. The trying keto yes. Jew. I tried. <laughs> yeah. Well, I again I want to say thank you again for coming on here. Now, Bobby is I don't know if you guys could tell already he's pretty damn funny. I try. He, he doesn't have to. I don't think you have to try. So a uh, little backstory. Um, as a lot of you know, I'm usually hanging out at my friend with my friends over at Mission Nutrition. Uh, they've got two stores, one in Hicksville, one in Huntington. And so I have, you know, I'm friends with the owners, I'm friends with a lot of the people that work there. Honestly, people think I work there. Sometimes I do actually work there. Um, you don't work there? No, I don't actually work there.
1: Are you serious? I'm dead serious. You I got don't... that look that you... you I just, got you just, that look that's that, like
0: healthy. Like, and, like help
1: me look. I mean, this yeah. guy, look at his muscles.
0: Yeah, yeah. This, He's this,
1: Captain America. I mean, this guy represents Captain. I mean, you got that shield back there. You got Look the at shield. That.
0: Got the costume up there. Uh, no, I actually don't work there. I just hang out there a lot, and because I'm there so much, I'll actually help customers. I'll bring people up. I'll help unload the truck. Um, I, I basically do everything but make shakes over there um, and and collect money.
1: They don't even let me do that. <laughs> How I've been, it's there, for been a long... there.
0: It's been for. Here's the thing. It's been forever. It's it's been it's been a long long time. I've just I've just kind of. there. I'm a helpful guy, so I'm just kind of there and I just kind of help people out. So one day, um, they were talking about you. They're like, oh man, Bobby, uh, Chris had just come in from Hicksville. And he says, oh yeah, I saw Bobby Light. Bobby Light's off the chain. It's hilarious. Uh-huh. I'm like, who the hell's Bobby Light? And he goes, you don't know Bobby Light. So right away, he showed, and that's when uh, we ended up FaceTiming right there through Chris's phone. And you're just like, Hero's
1: Breath, who the fuck is this? I was dying. Who the fuck is Hero's Breath? I mean, what, what kind of name is Hero's Breath? Hero's Breath,
0: that's uh, th- th- that's also a funny story. I feel like I'm the one being interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> Hero's Breath is a funny story. I um, You know Pina, right? Penis? Pina. Oh,
1: okay. Okay,
0: peanut. Pe- peanut. peanut, Peanut, yes, Pe- right, Peanuts, right. the Peanuts. Yeah, no, no, Peanut the person, the, the the lawyer,
1: the attorney. Okay. I don't know if you
0: know her. Mm. She comes in a lot, too. So anyway... Um, Chris had, she's, a, by the way, peanut companion, I'm forgetting exactly mm. the, the, you know, law, law firms have like long names and I'm I'm going to drop it down in the description below. She's a fantastic attorney. Okay. Uh, she's my trademark attorney. Uh, she was Chris and Anthony's trademark attorney. Oh. And I ended up speaking with her through Chris and my old brand, Monster Health and Fitness, she said was problematic and she said I should look into doing something different. So I spent a few weeks thinking about like what my uh, goal, my mission as a brand, as a personal development uh, speaker was Mm. and it really came back to the hero's journey you know that Joseph Campbell thing and uh, that I felt was central to my mission and my ethos and the breath is central to like all martial arts and meditative practice so I kind of just smashed the two words together and amazingly enough the trademark was available the Instagram handle was available the Twitter handle was everything was available it was like the gods were waiting there for me to just put hero's breath on this world it's funny
1: when I first heard your name hero's breath I'm thinking, what the fuck is a hero's breath? I'm thinking, does his breath stink? Like, what, what does his hero's breath smell like? <laughs> so I'm thinking, I don't want to go near this guy because he sounds like he doesn't, like, shower. Like, <laughs> his breath stinks and, like... Who named himself Hero Breath? Like, is it because of Thanos? <laughs> and like, but then I realized you know, you dress up as Captain America. Well, uh, like, you have the shield, you got the the look, you you got that the hair like Captain America. And wow, wow, I'm like really looking like I'm hitting on you on this live. This looks so that, wrong. That's that. that that's I like fine. girls. I like girls. All right. He do- Oh, he does like girls. Now,
0: if you guys go on to his Instagram, you will see um, a Old lot born. of a lot of comedy. No porn, uh, a lot of comedy, and actually some really, really sweet uh, musical homages to the ladies.
1: I try. You
0: try, yeah. I know you I play you, piano. You um, plays piano really, yes. really well, by the way.
1: Yes. Um, I basically do songs people like. I like making people smile, making mm-hmm. people happy. I like, uh, you know, I'm an entertainer at heart. I, mm-hmm. I played a lot in different nursing homes mm-hmm. and a lot of different assisted living parties, um, restaurants, and. Um, I play a lot of video game things, pretty mm-hmm. much some for everybody, you know, you, yeah. you, you see like um, a, a, like a Jew there, you play the Gila, hey brother, muzzle top, you know, <laughs> then you, you see like an Indian there, I play um Tom Hiho, from like this Bollywood that right, I, right, right. I have, uh, then I see like some a lot of that, like a Japanese guy, I mm-hmm. play a lot of like anime stuff, And mm-hmm. you so have stuff for everybody, like kids and um so i can improv songs my horrific voice i can't sing um but you're trying see he's trying i'm trying and trying only gym. i can do this because i have the guts to just do these <laughs> ridiculous songs um all these lovely ladies on instagram you mm-hmm. know call me uh yeah, my... hit them up all right yeah. call me tomorrow
0: <laughs> Dude, I actually, okay, you actually said, and it was funny, when he sat down, he goes, I'm a little nervous, I don't know what to say. I'm like, I don't think this will be a problem. I uh, don't know what to say. <laughs> you, you're doing great so far, so I, I just want to, you know, put your mind at ease a little bit and Are just you throw hitting that out me? there. Uh, I'm taken, sorry. Damn. Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't like girls, so. Yeah, yeah, he likes
0: girls. So, uh, <laughs> just watch the wire. <laughs> um, so anyway, you actually, all right, so I want to backtrack, I want to unwrap this. So, how would... Did you Okay, let me oh, wow, you left a lot for me to work with. Yes. You you said you're an entertainer at heart. So like ever since you were a little kid just like making people laugh, smile.
1: Okay, funny story. Um I'm sure it is. So, I'm this weird kid when I was younger. Just like always just like to do stupid things just mm-hmm. to make people smile mm-hmm. and uh I remember going into, like, bookstores, you know, when we had bookstores. Yeah, let's
0: start that there one. It was a dime. <laughs> <But> <laughs>
1: yeah. I remember they had this, like, little kid's corner, and it was just, like, um, you know, like a little show people can do. So, there, you know, there was a couple people there. So, I was an idiot. I just felt like I was going on there doing stupid animal voices. Why? <laughs> I feel so ashamed. Don't, don't. You can't. <laughs> animal voices start barking, thinking, like, I'm the shit. Like, look at me, I'm barking like a dog. Look at me, I'm so awesome. Look at me. So people were responding to it. There was nobody there. Okay. That's why I'm an idiot. There was nobody there. I don't know what's wrong with me.
0: Yes. You're performing without an audience.
1: I don't know what's wrong with me. Dude. (laughs) Anyways. That's just something I should remember at this point. Yeah. But I always wanted to be a comedian. Okay. And... I was a comedian for a while. I did Governors, and um, I took a oh, class sure. there. I took a, a class in college, but um, obviously not funny. That's why I'm a cashier now. <laughs> yeah, You are funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I did comedy for a while, but now I'm just trying to stick with the music. Like I play yeah. different places. I, I do open mics every Thursday at Beery's. I oh. try to go there if anyone wants to come watch me bomb. Um, if anyone wants to get hepatitis, go over to Beery's. Hepatitis?
0: <laughs> that place is... I swear, I I know, that place. <laughs> that place is... Okay, I don't know if I should throw up Mr. Beerus' advertisement, but I'm <laughs> going to. I have stumbled out of there. First of all, location, location, location. you got this bar, this shitty little dive bar on Hempstead Turnpike in Levittown, right next to a diner. And and and, and sandwich on the other side of it is a Dunkin' Donuts, so it's it, it's perfect. It's like the perfect location at any hour of night. You got drunk stumbling in and out of there, going to the diner and going to because on Long Island we have twenty four seven diners. It's great. It's 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 fantastic. And honestly, this place, I mean, how it's even standing is a miracle uh, in and of itself. I have many non memories there. So, uh, big shout-out to Mr. Beery's for all the wonderful times I've had over there.
1: They have a piano there, so I play. Yeah. I never buy anything because, of course, I'm the Keto Jew. Or I mean, right. the Jew, but... Um, uh, the trying Keto Jew. The trying Keto Jew. Um, but, yeah, I just usually perform there. Mm-hmm. You know, get my nice water because it's free. Yeah. Shh. Uh, <laughs> probably shouldn't mention that, but... <laughs> um yeah, so I perform there. I do requests so of the people like want to hear certain songs. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I feel like a high and mighty. Like, oh, can you play this song, Frank Sinatra? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can play. Frank I got Sinatra. it. I, I never play played it before sometimes, but I just give me the shot. So, so when did you start learning to play the piano? It's a funny story. Here we go again. Yeah, <laughs>
0: guaranteed. It's
1: guaranteed to be a funny story. I when I was nine years old, I was a I was a big kid. Like I was heavy, mm-hmm. uh, and I never. Worked out. I ate macaroni and cheese, hamburger helper, everything bad for you at that point. Um, so I was heavy. I didn't want to do anything besides sleep and play video games. Right. So my mom's like, I want you to play piano because she always wanted to play piano. So she signed me up for lessons. I'm nine years old. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I was I was a pretty bright kid. I picked up things. I was smart. So I played mm-hmm. piano. I took lessons, but you know, I wasn't really practicing much. Years later, I'm in college. You know, I wanted to go for music. Mm-hmm. Still never practiced. I'm playing video games. This is when I'm 360 pounds. 2011. Never worked out a day in my life. The girl at the Adelphi, where I went to, tried to get me a workout, which I did, but it wasn't really <clears> much. <throat> but So, um, I, I graduated, to be honest, playing games all the time, but... After, years later, is when I started becoming serious and I become practicing a lot more and okay. who I am today. Mm-hmm. So that's how I became, like, really into it. Also, want to mention what really made me, like, into piano, even mm-hmm. in my younger days, I never wanted to practice. But my mom got me this sheet music called Mission Impos- Impossible, if you ever heard that movie. Mission Impossible, yeah. of course, yeah. Yes.
0: and. um Vision. Dun 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. Great,
0: so, now I have to pay copyrights to someone.
1: Mm. <laughs> so she got that. I'm like, oh my god, everybody's gonna love me for this. Like, they know this theme. I'm gonna get so wet. And I just, just thinking about it. So I worked on that and I just got so excited and I was like really practicing that hard. Okay. And that's when I started like liking it. Then when high school, my teacher had Mario Brothers theme, and mm-hmm. that's when I like really got soaked, and and <laughs> it was it was awesome. Like I, I always wanted to play Mario Brothers because I'm a video gamer. Right, right, right. I like gaming, and that's who I am. I like I like to play anime themes and video game themes, but you know I play anything. Right, right, know, right.
0: Whatever it pleases. But that seemed to be so seeing something out of pop culture is what really grabbed your attention and drove you towards music. Yes. Because it actually excited you. This is a lesson for all teachers out there who are frustrated with why can't, you know, the kids do this and that. And Seth Godin brought it out so well. He said, why is it the kid who's failing math can recite the statistics for every single player on his favorite baseball team? It's because he cares about it. You can't force someone to care. You can't force someone to engage, but you can become engaging that, by finding what they like. And you are a living proof of that,
1: my friend. That's what I try to do when I teach piano as well. Mm-hmm. And sure, I like doing the textbooks or whatever the, the guide is, you know, as right. like a, a basis. Right. But it's my priority to make people want to play like me. I want them to enjoy it. Do yeah. songs they like, do songs that they can connect to. Right. It might not be songs that I can connect to personally, but as long as they can connect it, I'm willing to do what they want to do. Okay, how as long have you been teaching for? Really, I've been teaching on and off since 2011. Okay. Mostly, uh, like, 2017, I really started, like, pushing it.
0: Okay. But, right. right now... So how can people get a hold of you if they want to take lessons?
1: Yeah, I try. Um, like, I... Try to get a hold of them. I advertise, but. Well, I, like, what's a good way? Because I'll post it on the video. Yeah, uh, you can just post on uh, Instagram. On Instagram? Just, okay. Instagram is Instagram. Whatever social media. They call me Rob Piano Guy. Not the Piano Man. No, that no, no, is, no. That's no. Billy Joel. That is definitely copyrighted. That, that's Billy Joel, unfortunately. Everybody at the nursing home is like, hey, it's the Piano Man. No. No! <laughs> no I am the Piano Guy. Some places, they call me the Piano Diva. I don't know why.
0: All right. I, I have to investigate.
1: And another place, they call me Herman. Herman? Herman!
0: I don't know. Is, I mean, Herman Munster? You're not I that I did tall. play the Munster theme, but... Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you know what's funny is, because I deal with um, senior citizens as well in my Pilates practice... And it's funny how they will, like kids, latch on to little something and that's what they always remember. If you, like, you do one thing for you know, a, a kid, they'll always think of you in that context. I think people do as well, but kids are a little more obsessive with it. And then you go through your whole life and then senior citizens, once you're old, you start doing the exact same thing again. You know, It's like little kids count the half years and old people do too.
1: You mean like uh, habits, like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just little idiosyncrasies
0: that when you're a kid and when you're old, you know, you just no appeal to authority. <laughs> just so many things you just can't be arsed to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure you've seen this. So how long have
1: you been performing in nursing homes for? Around mm-hmm. the same amount of time. Let's see. I think recently, like around 2015, I would say. Okay. Us when I was like a telemarketer, Slowman's Right. That so you've just fun. Been, so you've been putting your passion into
0: it despite all the shit jobs you've
1: worked. I I, I put my passion into everything. I try to. I like that, man. Huh? I mean, if you're not having a good time, you're not being you physically, mm-hmm. you're nobody. Because everybody's always hiding from themselves. Everybody's just trying to be somebody else. They're trying to be mm-hmm. somebody like hiding on the internet. Mm-hmm. They're hiding on social media. They're hiding on the, the phones. It's bullshit. I don't give a shit. That's, that's who I am. That's who I am, pal. I made $978,000 last year. Is That's who I am. You see this watch? It's worth more than your car. Okay, that's from a movie. <laughs> I didn't really have $978,000.
0: I was going to say, I was going to say, something, something, the reality just fractured for me for a second.
1: <laughs> I don't know where that came from.
0: Uh, uh. Bobby, man... No, I really like that. I really like that because it's you know what this is. This is why we. have This wow. is why I knew we'd vibe right away. It's because I'm the exact same way. You know, people have actually said to my best friend, my girlfriend, they're like, you know, Matt. Matt plays very arrogant. You know, it, 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 how how does he keep up that act? And, and they both have just gone. It's not an act. This he's really that arrogant.
1: Can I ask you a question? Vibe. <laughs> so, I learned what vibe meant from Instagram. Um, you vibe with the tribe. No, I don't. I just learned what that means. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean you are flirting with somebody.
0: No. Well, I mean, it can it can be used in that context, be- like giving off vibes. But vibing in in a sense is that you're in sync, that you like kind of understand each other really quickly because mm-hmm. you have a similar philosophy or similar outlook. See, I say the exact same thing. People are hiding. This is what hero's breath is all about. You know, it, it's about authenticity. It's oh. about it's about finding the real you. Letting that person out mm. and making the most out of the life
1: that you've been given. Because I DM the girl. I'm like, oh, we're vibing now. She's like, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> so I don't know all these social cues. I don't use social media too much. so okay. Instagram. No. I didn't even know what Instagram was. So I was forced on it. And forced now, on it? Yes. Like somebody put you in an arm bar or? Yes. The, they're like, you're getting an Instagram. I'm like. I don't know what that is. It's like no, I'm gonna set you up an account. Your name, my name used to be Bobby Light Dick. Bobby Light. Not Light Dick. I don't like. No 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 Bobby Light Dick. Yes, that used to be my name, and that. I need to know why. I don't know. It just sounded cool, I guess. But and then I tell people every time, and it's like. Yeah, want to follow me? Like, I'm new on Instagram. Bobby likes dick. Bobby likes dick. Bobby <laughs> likes dick. What are you gay? I'm not adding Bobby <laughs> likes dick. What? I'm like, no, it's like dick. Yeah, I was just forgetting. And you know, suddenly just... he realized
0: he had to change so, his handle. So
1: then I became the Keto Jew. Right. And now I'm not keto really anymore. So I just call me Jew. That's probably copyrighted. Um, yeah. Well, at least,
0: or at the very least, it's just been taken.
1: I do have um, a professional Instagram, which I had to figure out how to get, turn turned back to it. Okay. I'm not too familiar. It's called Rob Piano Guy. Oh, I'm a professional. Oh, look at you go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe when this is done, I'll take a look at it, see if we can help you out. Yes, that'd be yeah. awesome. I live on. I live on Instagram. Um, well, I, I'll be honest. I haven't been posting as much because I've been involved with some other things right now. I've just been a little <sighs> distracted. Yeah, I know. I know. Just doing all of the, all the things. Um, but. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you've been teaching, you got into music and you found it was things other than music. It was pop culture that really, video games and movies yes. that really sparked your interest And after I like college. making people smile too. Well, that seems to be a universal for you. That seems to be something that's been consistent throughout your life.
1: I try.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think you have to try as hard, but you know what's funny? You were saying, it's like, I don't know why i you know, this, this little asshole just, you know, making dog noises by himself. You realize that's how Robin Williams got started. By making dog noises? More or less. By performing for the sake of performing. But he said he grew up and his parents were very wealthy. His dad worked a lot. Mom, you know, servants in the house and -hmm. and in Chicago. um, And he was mostly alone in this big cavernous house. And he would hear his own echo and he started making voices and noises. It was just him in this big cavernous space. So suddenly going to the kid's corner in
1: Borders doesn't really sound so (laughs) weird now, does it? Well, I mean, it depends on when you use it, which I actually got yelled at at work. It was near at the end. I'm a cashier at this arena venue, mm-hmm. and um, you yeah, it was closed. So mm-hmm. then I'm talking to the guys, "Hey, you want to hear my New York accent?" Which is probably bad. So I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And my so get the bagels. Whoa, come on, yeah, And um, so then they're like, "We don't use that language here." The lady, I'm like, "Oh no, no, what's wrong with <coughs> me?"
0: Dude, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even sweat it. I mean, especially if it's after hours. Some people just have a stick up their ass, honestly. Well uh, what venue do you work at? Um, the Coliseum. Oh, NASA Coliseum. Yeah. Yeah, how's that
1: going? It's great. Yeah. Know, I'm a people person. Um sometimes Obviously. I give, sometimes uh I like to give the customers a little show by mm-hmm. pouring the drinks and stuff, you know. Um, just to put a little flaring, I'm, I'm still talking while doing yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. so it's not like it's going any slower. But you know, right. I try to be fast, but it's going good.
0: Now, I relate to the struggle. Um, I, I used to work at a at a gym, one of the hoity-toity. Gym, I can see. Equinox. Yeah, yeah, obviously. What's <laughs> What's funny is you look back in the pictures. I was either fat, skinny, and, and like you know, not quote in the best shape all the time. Uh, I was a Pilates instructor, so really, Pilates—you have to have like you know the people think oh Pilates instructors have to have the perfect body, not necessarily. You have to have the mechanics of Pilates, which I got pretty quickly, um, but I just didn't always take the best care of myself. A lot of depression, alcoholism, and everything else. But anyway, I'm I'm going off on a tear. But when I worked there, I would speak with the clients because honestly, ask any trainer, you become a psychologist more than a than a, than a, a workout you know trainer. A lot of times. (laughs) And and we've seen the memes. It's hysterical. And there are trainers out there watching this laughing. Because that's what happens. Uh, And I would talk with people. I'd banter with them. And I would. Every 90 days or less. Sometimes every like 60 days. 30. Every once a month. I was getting reprimanded by some supervisor or manager that I'm talking too much or what have you. Um, So I relate, I I understand it can be annoying when you are a people person, when you're a natural extrovert and you realize how much the person wants to connect with someone. Like, isn't it true that we're so much going around like these busy little ants all the time? Like you said, nobody's
1: really being authentic, you know? they're always connecting to their phone but right. the thing is when you're looking at your phone you don't know the person you're texting is obviously that person it could be somebody else texting for them yeah, true true. but i mean it's most likely it's going to be them well there's but, a shield between yourself sh- and
0: that other person like yeah. like that shield like, like that shield like, yeah that that's the best shield <laughs> uh we're pointing to the catch america shield on the wall for those who are not <laughs> watching the video um no, but he, he, you make a good point, my man. You make a good point that, you know, people like kind of put these. They're fake. These wall, yeah, the, the, this fakeness between themselves. And they're not living in life. And now we're preaching. I don't mean to be preaching. Uh, it just comes out that way. Preach it, son. <laughs> Preach it. Preach it, father. Preach it. <laughs> From a Jew, this is hysterical. Well, yeah, well,
1: yeah. I forgot. That's what for Jesus. Um, <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. Uh, well, he's still a I'm, Jew. I'm, 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 still, well, Jesus I'm, is a Jew. It's cool. It's cool. I'm half. I'm half Italian, half Jew, so I, I can do that. I celebrate Christmas and Hanukkah.
0: Okay. See, uh, Italian and Jewish, that's just redundant. We're basically the same people.
1: Yes. Italians are Jews. You say that to everyone, and people go, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should be called the, the Italian Jew, the keto Italian Jew. Yeah. That's too long. Who maybe wants to write maybe that? the redundant Jew? Re- Italian and Jew- <laughs> <The> redundant Jew? <laughs> Italian, redundant Jew? That can't get hard. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs>
0: All right, see, now now you're just earning my sympathies on top of that. <laughs> All right, so let's try to get back on track somewhere. What was some... you we talking about again? I don't know. I went off in some philosophical rant. Oh, yeah. So, all right, so let, let, let's talk through your story. Now, I understand you've had... Now, in the hero's journey, there's always adversity to overcome. There's always the, the, the night of the dark... The long night of the dark soul. Uh, or the dark Good game. night of the long soul. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh... You've, I understand, have had some trials. Now you're a musician. You always like music, but you've got hearing aids, and I understand something has happened to you. Yes. Do you want to talk about that? Yes. Okay. Cool. Let let everyone know what the trial of Bobby Light has been.
1: Okay. I was born with a hearing disorder. So it's a moderate to severe mm-hmm. hearing loss in both ears. Mm-hmm. So my right ear is a little worse than my left ear. Mm-hmm. So, I wear two hearing aids, and I was born with a hearing loss. And the reason why I talk so well now, because people would never know unless they physically see it, mm-hmm. is I had so much extreme speech therapy. Okay. Like, they, Somebody came to the house, would go over stuff, say words like Marsha, and that's how I can able to talk good. Mm-hmm. So, keep in mind, when I was three years old, my mom, how are you supposed to know when somebody is something wrong? Like they can't hear it. So my mom was trying to talk to me when I was like a baby and I wasn't responding. This is what I heard. I don't remember I right, baby. This is what I yeah, heard. Yeah. So um she was like freaking out. I was, like he's not responding. Something's wrong. So mm-hmm. I went to the doctor and I had a hearing loss. She was so distraught. Mm-hmm. But I I think I turned out okay. Like yeah. I'm normal. <laughs> I turned out T V I, yes, <laughs> Turn turned it on with the TV. <laughs> but I can hear fine. Like right. The only thing is once I take these hearing aids out, I can't hear a damn thing. Right. Uh, so I sleep without my hearing aids. I mm-hmm. go to the shower. and My favorite part is when I go to the gym and work out. Um, and I'm in the locker room. I'm getting ready for the shower. People are talking to me. I can't hear a damn thing. Why are you talking to me? I'm half naked. Why do you want to talk to me? <laughs> I can't hear anything, and I'm naked. See, I really would. I see. This
0: is the. This is when I. I kind of am a little envious. We've all been in the. A uh, mean, naked. <clears throat> well, yes, a little bit, but we've all <laughs> been in the gym and had that weird person talking to us with our bits and pieces hanging out. It's like I, I don't really want a conversation right now. I just want to get in the shower, get home, and have some lunch.
1: Oh, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. The only thing is, it's it's not like. I don't mind them talking to me. It's just, I can't hear. Right. Like, what's the point? It's yeah. so like you're talking to a wall. <laughs> and So then, I, one of my tricks for anybody out there who has a hearing issue as well mm-hmm. is sometimes people talk talking to me. I'm nodding my head. Just like, I agree with what you're saying. Like, I understand. I can't hear a damn thing, but just go away. <laughs> go away. I'm nodding my head. Yes, yes. Trying to get the word conversation. Say it's like, it's like neutral words. Yes. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> and you know, you try to be friendly. It's just... <clears throat> then right. sometimes it backfires. They're really going at it. Talk about, I don't they know, Trump, stop. political stuff. I, I don't know. I'm just a new example, because I didn't hear a damn thing. <laughs> and they're going on, and I'm like, then finally, am like, you know what? Dude, I didn't hear a damn thing you said. I'm naked. I'm about to go in the shower, so unless you want to join me and try to talk to <laughs> me, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you ever just tell people, it's like, I'm sorry, I'm mo- I I don't hear well? At that point just like point to your ears, is like my hearing aids are somewhere else. Or is that just too
1: easy? That's too easy. That's too easy. Yeah, <laughs> <what I> <laughs> I'm like I like a challenge, you know. I just <laughs> I don't really want to say that because it's just like I feel like I why do I have to say that? And I'm just just trying to just do everything else I can to avoid saying that. Okay. It's not like I'm embarrassed or anything. No, no, no. It's just that some lazy social <laughs> yeah, there's that. <laughs> There's
0: that, and there's social, certain social context and expectations I, I know you have to try to, to navigate. But, um, all right, so you got, when was you, how old were you when you first got, when you got your first
1: hearing aid? Jeez, I can't tell, but I was three, so I probably okay. got the, probably same year. Okay. Um, they, they got fitted, but back then you had monologue hearing aids. Mm-hmm. Now it's digital, so, mm-hmm. and I got this device, well, let me just... This is what I bring to the gym, if anybody could see it, is Everybody asks me, what is this? Mm-hmm. This is like an equivalent to a Bluetooth okay. that you put on your ear. So this makes it so when the phone rings, it goes directly to my hearing aids. Oh, no shit. This If I want to hear music, it goes directly to my hearing aids. The best thing about this is there's a mode called T-coil mode. T-coil mode basically eliminates every single sound right. except the phone. So I can hear music... Pure bliss.
0: So you you probably actually be really good on the phones then.
1: Uh, you mean like when I was a telemarketer?
0: Yeah. How were how was that? Who who were you working
1: for? Sloman's.
0: I used to work for Sloman's. <laughs> Michael <Economists. laughs> Like like two thousand one two 2001. Uh I was working there for yeah just about a year. God, that was an awful job.
1: <laughs> oh, it was. Well, I'll tell you one good thing about that job. The supervisors there were were amazing. <clears throat> yeah. That, you know, they were really awesome that not, I picked up a lot of things that really helped me after slowman, mm-hmm. like when my gig gigs and piano stuff, mm-hmm. always be closing.
0: Mm. Always be closing. ABC. Yeah, ABC. I remember,
1: yeah. And that's what I basically do with everything, you know, like uh, you're talking to a girl. Hey, how you doing? You know, um, oh, nice to know you. your name's Emily. Great. I'm, I'm Bobby Light. So let's go on a date. Is Tuesday at 1 p.m. Good for you or would you like 2 p.m.? <laughs> Why don't you give me a number? I yeah. was like, what, can I get your number? Oh, okay, can I get your number? She don't answer the phone. So, yeah, I suck at telemarketing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, no, no, no. <laughs> see, see, Bobby Light just taught everybody something really valuable. I don't know if you noticed it wherever you work and he said this before you said this before whatever you're doing you you put your soul into it you you enjoy it and tom and i my my partner on the podcast um we've talked about that before no matter what you're doing whether you're sweeping floors is like the story that uh that guy when kennedy was touring uh, nasa i think it was cape canaveral mm-hmm. and there's this especially back in like the 60s you know pretty much all the menial jobs were for mm-hmm. blacks And there was this gentleman sweeping the floor and uh, Kennedy stopped and says, what are you doing, sir? And he says, Mr. Kennedy, I'm helping to put a man on the moon. (laughs) And he said, you are? He says, yeah, because if I don't clean these floors, they're going to get dirty. When they get dirty, something gets in them. Something gets in the equipment. He says, so I'm making sure the equipment stays clean by keeping these floors clean so i'm helping to put a man on the moon like he had this <laughs> sterling attitude and i've heard that story told wow. so many different ways so many different times i never times. heard that yeah so it's like uh, you know, like like you like you could picture that and you could see this you could see this big bright smile on his face and you could hear that voice and you could he- feel the warmth in it and i think so often people don't do what you do they don't take that warmth that joy with them to their jobs. They let their jobs suck it out of them.
1: Okay, now let's see, In this age, 2019, the same exact story, what's going to happen. Can you clean the floors? No! <laughs> not cleaning the floors!
0: I don't get paid enough to deal with this shit. I'm not you know, cleaning do nothing! Do uh, Half-ass job. See, Bobby Light has, and also the second thing I, I think you've Uh-oh. taught the audience right now, yeah, he didn't realize there's two lessons in once, is the fact that no matter what job it is, how bad it is, how good it is, you always take something with you. You always learn something oh. from it. Even if you're learning, even He's if good. you have the <laughs> god-awful... I've been doing this for a while. Even if you have the worst boss imaginable, just like whatever your, you know, antitypical person of who you are, the <clears> worst <throat> person you could think of, you can learn at least what not to do from that person.
1: Yeah, just like what I learned, um, I worked at Walmart, too, for mm-hmm. well, three days and quit. Three days? Yes. I'm pretty sure you. that's a marathon. I learned something, um, what not to do on your orientation. Okay. So what I'm going to be talking about is when you're in the orientation and you're going over stuff, mm-hmm. you do not want to make a balloon animal.
0: <laughs> oh. Let's this, see. For those of you who are just listening, uh, Bobby Light is blowing up a balloon animal. I, really <laughs> I think they can see, see that. No, no, no. For those who are just listening on the podcast, he actually has a big ass yellow freaking balloon yes. uh, okay. here. Really not what I expected today.
1: Neither do I. But right now, let's make something simple for Hero's prep We'll make him a nice sword. We'll make me that. Na- oh, I got my own hero sword now. Yes. <laughs> Make a nice. I was not expecting this. A th-
0: I was not, believe me, of <laughs> yeah. anyone who was not expecting anything. So, what I was
1: saying is, Walmart, <laughs> I <laughs> made a balloon animal on the first, you know, personal, you know, just be friendly, and yes, thank you. I've knighted okay. you. You knighted me, <laughs> sir Jew. Sir <laughs> Jew. Yes. I, I'm, I'm the Jewiest Jew. The Jewiest Jew has just been knighted. Yes. I got the Jew power. <laughs> Take my
0: money. For, no. <laughs> I know better than that. Okay, so, so... Orientation
1: at Walmart, you make a fucking balloon animal. Yes. Okay. I make a balloon animal, and I got yelled at. <laughs> but that's not why I quit. Okay. Why I quit is that job just sucks the living out of you. Right. Like, everybody there walks around like they're miserable. Mm. Literally. They I walk noticed. like they're zombies. And I've noticed. And I'm not having none of that.
0: No. And you didn't think you could survive, your soul could survive that one, huh?
1: <laughs> so, they put me in the cashier, and, you know, I'm just friendly, I'm taking stuff when I learned at the Coliseum, like, right. hey, we treat everybody as a guest, you know, you are our guest, we like to treat you like royalty. They don't like that. They They had none of that. They thought I was a fuck-up, like, I don't know how to do anything with the money, like, I didn't know what I'm doing. Just so you know, yeah. anything with the money, I treat, like, I make sure. Like, I count it, I recount it if I have to. Dude, you're Jewish. That's why. Okay. That's why. That's why. <laughs> I, now it didn't, make sense. I just, I didn't know, sense. I didn't know if that needed
0: to be pointed out, or... He's like, I treat the money with care and tenderness and seriousness and respect. You're, you're a Jew. Right. It makes sense.
1: Now I know why. <laughs> I should have told them that, look, I might fuck around. <laughs> I might just treat people with, like, jokes and stuff, but okay. I'm Jewish. There's not enough uh, yeah, mentality. Yeah, you know the money's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, obviously, I can't say that, but... <laughs> no, no. but, but you it, can get away with it. Yeah, well, I made a balloon, and it was like... <laughs> anybody's like oh god what dude, what's going on dude I don't know about
0: I, I don't know about anybody out there but if I was sitting if, if this was like my first job and I'm sitting in fucking Walmart orientation in those back dingy rooms and you know the, the fluorescent light flickering and you're just sitting there gray walls knowing this is going to be another eight hours of hell and here it comes and the guy next to you starts making a fucking balloon animal. Would you suddenly change your perspective of that job? I would make sure I got put on every <laughs> fucking shift
1: you were on. I know. I, I mean, like, that's me. It would make it a lot weird. easier. <laughs> I'm weird. I know. Yes. Yeah, so that job was horrific, and I could tell. And I'm like, I quit. And then they're like, "You do know you're costing us the company three thousand dollars." I'm Good. like, "Okay, I not my problem." Like, and, of course, I had, like, a lot of gigs lined up and mm-hmm. stuff, so I'm like, I don't really care. Right. <laughs> it right. means just Walmart, so. Right, right. They can...
0: Are yeah. you still at the stadium? Yes. Okay.
1: At places. They, they know me, so, right. um, they obviously know that... How long have you been there? About two years, I would say. Okay.
0: So, Walmart was just, like, a little extra side money kind of thing.
1: I was just figuring, you know, they had, like, a van. million. I'm like, you know what, YOLO? Yeah. <laughs> you only live once, try to get a job at Walmart. <laughs> Okay, that sounds so sad. When you put that sounds it that way. sad. Forest for
0: the trees, my friend. You didn't see that at the time. That's what you needed that's what you needed me for. I feel like
1: I need therapy now. You said <laughs> you're doing therapy. I felt like I've been doing therapy for
0: for very, very long. Not that New York State needs to, you know, check you know you know, crack down on me for that. Uh, but that's every trainer. Dude, thanks for the sword, by the way. Oh, no! Oh, okay, I thought you were gonna pop it. Please don't. I actually like. My daughter's gonna love that when she comes this week. She
1: could be like, who? Where'd you get that from? And I'll I, can be make like, an, I can make more stuff. I'd be like, some Jew. You can't teach your daughter to Jew. Let that. When they're older, they can find out the horrors. <laughs> <laughs> Not when they're younger, they, they have a blissful mind. You know, just. Give my like, my daughter
0: no, no. I do, oh, I mean, she's really sweet. She's really, like, innocent and everything else. But she's an actress. She's gonna, you know, she's been on stage her whole life. You know, that's not going to last. So I don't really try. People are like, you curse a lot. You curse in front of your daughter? I'm like, all the fucking time. And they say, well, well how, how does she respond? I'm like, she doesn't want to say a curse word. She was, a, she was doing Bugsy Malone. She had to say jerk, and she didn't even want to. Uh, wow. Yeah, I know. Can
1: you adopt me? No. Damn.
0: Yeah, it's been a little too long. You're you're, you're a little past ripe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm still fresh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, fresh me, no. Yeah. And that's the one thing I wanted to talk to you about. So if you go on to his Instagram, uh, if you follow his stories, and in fact, I shared uh, some of his stuff before on my stories, You people might have seen. I had a few friends message me. It's like, dude, who is this fucker who's making fun of you and like saying all this horrible shit? I'm like, yeah, I know. Isn't he hilarious? They go, no. I'm like, you just don't get it. Who's that? A few people. But here's the thing. It's been said that, you know, political correctness for years has killed comedy. You know, like people don't want to offend anyone. You can't say this and you can't say that. You don't seem to give a shit. And neither does guys like Dave Chappelle and a lot of these other comedians who are just bucking the system. What do you say to? Because obviously your your brand of comedy is very offensive and I, I don't think have delightful.
1: a filter. A lot again trouble a lot. To be honest, of course. So not. you're not
0: thinking it through. There's no like philosophy I, I like think. you know fuck the SJWs. I'm going to do what I want. You're no. just out there.
1: Obviously, I know there's a point where. There's a line. You, 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 there's a line. Right. Usually I cross that line. I don't mean to do that. Sometimes you get into the. Like, um, you get into that flow, the you get that into rhythm flow in the moment. Yeah. yeah, but I don't mean to do that. And if I do cross the line, I apologize for right, right, it. Which right. I don't want to like. You're just in that moment. and yes, It's like oh, I don't, boom, boom, boom. I don't mean to like uh, right. piss all people. I don't mean to like uh, drive them crazy. <laughs> but of course. <laughs> It's, you know, who I am. I don't want to cross that line. Right. And I just apologize. And obviously right. I would, you know, try to, you know, if something really uh, irritates you or piss you right. off or makes you feel hurt or whatever, you know, just tell me. Right. And I'll just, won't do it again. Right.
0: Or at least try
1: not or to. Or try not to. <laughs> <laughs> try
0: not. Nobody can, nobody's perfect. I'll, I'll give a good, honest attempt. Right.
1: Unless you're an asshole, then, right. you know,
0: well, I mean, there are some people who are just offended by fucking everything, everything. everything. And you know you're not going to make him happy. And that's something like, um, uh, what's his name? The little guy, uh, Dwayne Johnson's friend, uh, comedian. Shit, my the, the name, I see his little face. Uh, is not those movies oh Kevin Hart Kevin Hart Kevin yes Hart. right 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 I'm a genius you are a genius <laughs> so is Kevin Hart he's really really funny and like he was him, supposed yeah. to house the Oscars and people know and he like had these like you know off color jokes from like somebody went through his Twitter feed <laughs> from like 10 12 fucking years ago and he made the mistake of apologizing and then apologized again and then apologized again and then just said you know what fuck all you but he learned the lesson. Never apologize, because the second, because these, you know, a lot of these really? people just want power. They don't, they don't really care. They're not really offended. They just want power. They just want to know they have something over someone who's more talented. I do
1: like a challenge though, just to try to yeah. to break the, the solid outer wall right. and pierce through that, and maybe warm up the person. Okay, doesn't happen all the time. Right, and it maybe backfires. <laughs> you know, it just makes it a lot worse for me. It Happens a lot, but. Depends. The, the person's like an, an asshole, right. then, you know, you, you just, just like, fuck it. You know? Right. You but, got nothing to but lose. But you know, if they're nice thing. about it, then right. you're like, you know, I want to, you know, be nice to this person right. and, you know, just try not to do it again. And... You're
0: not intentionally obnoxious. Yes. And this is the, 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 the point I wanted to come to is that, you know, I think, I mean, I personally think, I want to get your feedback on it, is that a lot of comedians are just out there to be, you know. To, to be funny to make people laugh and they'll get on stage and some people, times people cross the line because like you said they're in that flow they're just going with it the brain is firing off and it's hard comedy is not
1: easy it's especially not... when you're famous like that Kramer guy he says oh that.
0: shit yeah yeah he could have handled that better he was trying the Bill Hicks method but it wasn't the right demographic he was going for <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of, you go into racist territory. Even that's yeah. a line I wouldn't cross. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Mel Brooks method of let's offend everybody, and then it's it's just genuinely, honestly funny comedy, <laughs> versus you're heckling me, so I'm going to attack you back. No, that's not how, that's not, that's not comedy. That's now not how that works. Now you're
1: targeting a specific audience. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And you, it's being malicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, that,
0: and, that's, and that's completely different than the sheriff is near. um so i know there's some more um troubles you you've been dealing with uh (sighs) regarding your hearing loss if you wanted to talk about that um Mm. the or not oh oh
1: oh, yeah right right now um i told some people that i'm I'm dealing with a lawsuit right Mm -hmm. now i mean dealing with the litigation so basically i took a test. In two thousand and fourteen, for a police communications operator. Okay. Keep in mind, nobody told me. Well, you have a hearing disability. Maybe you shouldn't apply here. Mm-hmm. Or or say anything like that. Right. Took the test. You know, thought nothing of it. Uh, years later, like two thousand seventeen, mm-hmm. uh, they started saying, "Look, we want you to you know get your neighbors. You know, fill in the packet again because you know stuff's happening. We mm-hmm. were looking." To get ready I remember time. a couple
0: of years ago, all the police departments around here in New York were doing this like big high in the state. Everybody was doing this big hiring boom a couple of years right. ago. So like, they. So con- it was in that time frame.
1: So they contacted me again because I filled out the packet a while ago mm-hmm. and they just wanted me to just clarify some information. Yeah. Update it and, and stuff. Yeah. And get a lot of stuff. So I had to get like transcripts from my school and mm-hmm. that costs money. Mm-hmm. So obviously I'm taking everything, what they say, very, very seriously. Right. Because, you know, I want a good job. Right. So, I did that. I'm just going to keep it like a short and sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, um, So, basically, everything's good. I'm good to go. The last thing I had to do was a medical test. The medical test consists of a hearing test. Mm. Uh-oh. Right. Now, the hearing test is just for the viewers who don't know. They put um, some kind of headphones around you, and they give you a s- different frequency beats. Right. And you have to raise your hand if you hear it. Right. So... I says, "Okay, that's fine. I want to wear my hearing aids cuz it goes right over my hearing aids." No problem. I done it before. I have my hearing place to go to. And like, no. For this test, you got to take it off. But I need a month. Either you take it off and do you can do the test or you don't have to do the test. Obviously, I have no choice. So I do the test and I get um a call or, I think it was an email saying, look, you got to do it again because some of the stats were not uh, on par. So I did it again. So then I got an email, I mean, regular mail from the commissioner (laughs) saying, sorry, you've been denied. Like, you, you just police communication is done. But you can appeal. Obviously I appealed. The next thing they told me is I said, look, I did this hearing test and I hear they wouldn't do this. They told me to go to this specific hearing doctor who gave me a full-body hearing test mm-hmm. with hearing aids, without hearing aids. And the guy's like, dude, you hear so much better with the hearing aids. Really? No shit. Your text dollar's hard at work, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. You're telling me what the hearing aids are? Hear, that's unbelievable. You <laughs> and I never you have thought of this. What? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked. You're telling Stop. me shocked. Shocked. all this time I put hearings on I can hear better? What? Uh so he I he went to I fast forward I got another email. Uh, what am I saying email regular mail Snail mail,
0: nobody uses yes.
1: the, Except the government, your tax <laughs> yes. dollars hard at work. Yes <laughs> saying your disqualification still stands. Very vague. No reason why. Mm-hmm. After all that work the results I sent from my hearing test Time off and of all the information the I'm trying to do, yes. And I'm just like, what? So my mom's like, you got to call the disability, like the hotline. So mm-hmm. eventually, I got to my lawyer, who's fantastic by the way. And you want
0: to shout your lawyer out?
1: Um, Jonathan Bell.
0: Jonathan Bell is he? Is that his law firm? Ah, uh, yes. Okay, so Jonathan Bell. All right, we're gonna leave any information down in the description. Keep going. Yes,
1: and um. <clears throat> He's amazing, and he's been helping me out through this case, and it's still in the process right now, yeah. and I just really want to just go on, be a police communication operator. I love helping people. Yes, you do. And... That's obvious. If I put my mind to it, I can do anything, because what people don't realize is, if you can't hear, it doesn't mean it's the end for you. There's always ways around it. Yeah be things to help you and through my personality um my my drive i'm sure i can do this no problem all i have to do is obviously know the codes know the rules know the um programs which that's all you can learn once you learn that then everything should be easier because now you you learn this then it's it's a natural process then you can just focus more on hearing them it's really just takes time, and they're not giving me a chance. Mm-hmm. After all this, all the work I put in, mm-hmm. I'm not giving up. Right. I want to do this police communications operator, and I feel like I'm being discriminated. Mm-hmm. I know I'm being discriminated, yeah. and my lawyer is with mm-hmm. me, and everybody who see me on the news is with me, and it's just it's not fair. Just because I can't control this, mm-hmm. but I can talk fine, right. I can hear fine with the hearing aids. Why did they just give me a test with the hearing aids? Right. Like it's.
0: It's not like you're gonna be walking around without them on a regular basis anyway. Yes. And it's not like if it's not like they're both gonna go out at short of an EMP. It's not like both of them are gonna go out at once. Right. So you're able to at least still perform your function, dude. But what you said just gave me like chills. It's like. I will overcome. I can overcome. You know, there's ways around every problem. Not just hearing loss, but a a lot of. I play piano. Like one of my
1: favorite. (laughs) That's the other thing. Is like, he's a musician. One of my favorite (laughs) things to do is I just love walking to a new room that people don't know me, Mm -hmm. and you know they see him a heavy guy. They see like I wear hearing aids. Probably a judgment. Everybody's judgmental this era. And they're like, oh, this guy can't play. I bet he can just do a shitty version of the I just play, you know, just some crazy or whatnot. Just, uh, and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, I just like to entertain. And I definitely can do what I set my mind to do. Yeah. And it's just how I, I was brought
0: up, I guess brought up and I honestly think and we've talked about this a lot on this podcast it's 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 who you are Mm -hmm. and uh dude uh this is the perfect you know what this is the perfect time to wrap up because what you said is so true and so effective and I think a lot more people have to see that and that's exactly why I wanted to have you on the podcast not just to bring a lot of levity to it because you are a very very funny guy, but you you're dealing with this right now. I agree with you. It is definitely discrimination. You could definitely perform this task. I think you're definitely capable of it. Um, obviously, you know I, I don't want to shame any public officials, but I would really like to see this case go well for you. Um, hopefully, we didn't say anything that we couldn't say. Uh, so I want to broadcast your plight and get more people behind you, more people there to support you, mm-hmm. uh, to make this case known. Because you know what, if it's happening to, to a guy like you who's smart and capable, then it's happening to a lot of other people out there. More people who are capable of handling these positions, who are being discriminated against uh, for, again, like you said, things that are beyond your control. But with that drive, with that will, that, that determination that all humans have inside of them, You in particular, your kindness, your compassion, your need to help and entertain and connect to other people. I think you're the perfect candidate for this. Um, So I'm selling you hard for this position. I really hope uh, the lawsuit goes well. I really hope you get it. I want to thank you again for coming on.
1: Um, I just thought that um, this new shirt I got, um, I just want to just say you didn't really take notice of this shirt. I don't even know what it is, man. You don't know? This is a movement I started. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm raising awareness mm-hmm. for people who have erectile dysfunction. Okay. and Obviously not something we talk about a lot. Right. So, it's not uh, people with their erectile dysfunction. Nobody cares about. They're just like, they just shunned. They take the pill and then that's it. Yeah, but this acronym symbolizes the foundation of what I stand for. C-U-G-H. What's that acronym stand for? Can you get hard?
0: Got to put a hashtag in front of it. I'm a Mark. See, you're an entertainer, I'm a marketer.
1: So can you get hard?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> ask, d- 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 there are people you can ask. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's basically So you're drawing attention to what is otherwise a private and very I would say really not really talked about. Nobody talks about men's issues enough in this society. You know, we we're, we're just kind of be like, you know, Oh, you're a guy. Suck it up. Fuck you. Get away. Go away. But you know, take there, a it, pill
1: and shut up. There's
0: a pill. Shut up. You know. But I, I assume there's a lot more um, that goes into it psychologically and emotionally, huh?
1: Yes. Sometimes the pill's not enough. All right. Sometimes <clears throat> the next thing you have to do is you have to go get surgeries. And you know, there's um, there's a support for this where mm-hmm. you know we try to say, hey, you can't get hard, but you know we care for you. Sometimes you gotta you know, train. I guess to get
0: <laughs> So you're you're saying that there you're trying to help more people look for resources, find more resources, and actually just be a little bit more open about it, and to know that you know it's not just a matter of take a pill and shut up. That there's more to there's more to it than that, and you like more people to open up that conversation as well. Yes, you that. are a man on a mission. You are a man on several missions. I'm a
1: man on Mars.
0: <laughs> this is Earth. Oh shit! Yeah, you forgot where you were again. Oh, huh? I got so confused. Yeah, he, he forgot which planet he was on. Yeah, this is yeah, this is Jasum. You thought you were on Basum.
1: Jasum. John Carter. Jasum Basum. What 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 are you right now?
0: What are you doing? No, John John Carter. You ever ever see that? Yeah, I guess he didn't. I guess he didn't see that. No, it's been four years since I did that. <laughs> Bobby like. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for being you.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: I really appreciate it. So you can follow this guy uh, on Instagram, at the TheKetoJew, and what was the other one?
1: Uh, the Rob Piano Guy, also. Rob Piano Guy. Rob Piano Guy on YouTube as well.
0: Rob Piano Guy. That's right, we are following each other on YouTube. So Rob Piano Guy, <laughs> I believe so. I don't know. YouTube YouTube is weird. I,
1: it's my professional YouTube as well.
0: Right, so you can hear more of his music. Uh, so follow him on Instagram. You'll know where he's performing. Um, and again, if, if there's anything else we could do to help support your case, if there's uh, petitions or Patreons or anything you need uh, to broadcast, <clears throat> I will be putting it in the description of this video. So please, uh, if you're just listening to this, please go over to the YouTube and check the description uh, of this interview uh, so you can see how else you can support Bobby and his plight. We really hope that this young hero makes it through his quest to get to the next level. Sound good? that sounds great. Thank you so much. All right, so this is Matt and Bobby for Hero's Breath signing off and reminding you to expect nothing and earn everything.